Hey guys, I'm sure if you've been listening along this week that you know that today is a rerun and we thank you for tuning in and hopefully, maybe maybe you've never heard this episode before, we hope you enjoy it or if you've heard it before, maybe it's good to refresh. Either way, we're hoping you're having a great start to your New Year's and thank you for giving us a little breathing room as we prepare for the next sermon series slash podcast series that we'll be going through together through the book of Mark. That starts next week, but y'all stay tuned and hope you enjoy these reruns until then. What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hey, thanks for joining us for today's New Vision podcast. We're in a one-week series about newness as we mark the beginning of a new year, 2022 AD. Today's podcast will draw our attention to the New Covenant. My name is Philip Robinson, one of the pastors at New Vision, and I'll be reading three Old Testament texts from the New Living Translation and then offer some takeaways that hopefully will encourage you and me on our faith journeys. First text from Ezekiel chapter 11, verse 19. God is speaking and says, I will give them singleness of heart and put a new spirit within them. I will take away their stony, stubborn heart and give them a tender, responsive heart. Uh, footnote here. Most translations interpret the Hebrew there as heart of flesh. And that's probably the most accurate but there are so many uh, negative connotations to flesh in the Bible that it helps me to read this as a tender and responsive heart. Maybe it'll help you too. Uh, Ezekiel uh, chapter 36, uh, verses 26 and 27 read this way, And I will give you a new heart, and I will put a new spirit in you. I will take out your stony, stubborn heart and give you a tender, responsive heart. And I'll put my spirit, capital S, in you so that you will follow my decrees and be careful to obey my regulations. And then lastly, Jeremiah chapter 31, verses 31 through 33. The day is coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the people of Israel and Judah. This covenant will not be like the one I made with their ancestors when I took them by the hand and brought them out of the land of Egypt. They broke that covenant, though I loved them as a husband loves his wife, says the Lord. But this is the new covenant I will make with the people of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my instructions deep within them, and I will write them on their hearts. I will be their God, and they will be my people. Well, full confession here, this is not my first uh, addition to this podcast. After I finished the first one, uh, <laughs> it wasn't very good, so I decided to try again the next day. Uh, to sleep on it, if you will. And I can't even say I got a full night's sleep because I woke up at 3 a.m. and started pondering this text and these podcasts and uh, and really spent a couple hours contemplating and meditating on them. So you don't need to know all that. But uh, here's one takeaway that uh, I think is valid for uh, to share with you. Uh, my spiritual gift is encouragement and mercy, uh, not teaching. And the first attempt uh, was just too teachy, if, uh, if even that's such a word. Uh, so I hope uh, as we continue on this podcast, you hear the words that I'm going to say from a heart of encouragement and, and not necessarily teaching to you. These are things that uh, hopefully we're learning together. 
Well, the phrase that's uh, just really stuck out as I considered this uh, a second time was, I love them as a husband loves his wife. Uh, God invited the people of Israel into a love relationship, and uh, they drifted. Uh, it reminds me of uh, something that Pastor Brady has taught on numerous times. And if you've been around New Vision for any length of time, you've heard this. Rules without relationship lead to rebellion. It's worth saying again. Rules without relationship lead to rebellion. So if you have a life that's based on rules, you have a greater chance of having a stubborn, stony heart. On the other hand, if you are driven in life with love relationships, uh, the, the opportunity to have a tender, responsive heart is much greater for you. I have a story from my own marriage, my own life with Susan. We've been married a little over 40 years. And first thing you need to know about Susan is that when we read The Meaning of Marriage by Tim Keller together, she really gravitated to this phrase. Historically, women have been seen as the civilizers of men. And as much as that hurts me to say, it's right. I mean, she has helped civilize me. And uh, one of the areas that she has worked on is uh, making sure I have clean hands when I get ice out of the ice bin. Now, this did not come naturally to me as a man for some reason. You can figure that out on your own time. But... Uh, I had a hard time with it, and uh, and she kept encouraging me in that uh, area. So much so that I thought my best solution was to put my favorite picture of her, along with these words, rules without relationship lead to rebellion, right on the freezer door so that I would know that that was my cue to wash my hands or to disobey. So whether Susan's uh, observing me or not, if I'm tempted to go to get ice with unwashed hands, then it's a good opportunity for me to ask a deeper question. Um, what's, what's going on in our relationship that makes me want to do that? And that really works well with our relationship with God. When uh, we know that God has spoken and we want to rebel, we need to ask ourselves the hard question what's going on in my relationship with God that needs to be inspected. Secondly, um, knowing something by heart and how important that is. Uh, this uh, new heart that God wants to put in our lives as a result of the new covenant talks about uh, my spirit will be in you to follow my decrees, to be careful to obey my regulations. I'll put my instructions deep within them. I'll write them on their hearts. Silly story about how important it is to know something by heart. Uh, I'm not mechanically inclined at all, so uh, it's important you know this, but uh, I was convinced I could put a, a, a headlight in my car a few years ago, and so I watched a YouTube video that was less than two minutes long about how to do that. And it's kind of embarrassing. To, well, it's not kind of. It is embarrassing to say it took me probably a, about an hour, even after you factor out the breaks I had to take to vent my frustration, to finally get that thing in there and get it right. 
uh, you know, we count on people who do things by heart all the time. We're, we're really grateful that the airplane pilot knows what he's doing by heart and that the surgeon that we're trusting our lives to or the lives of a loved one to is doing things by heart. They know what they're doing by heart. But what's the objective in this text when God says he wants to have his instructions deep within our hearts? What is our response to knowing God? Well, I, I would propose that it's a spontaneous obedience. Uh, it's pure joy in the very presence of God. Uh, those are our natural responses to the incredible love and mercy that God has for us. Uh, pretty much like we don't think too much about our heart beating or uh, our lungs inhaling and exhaling their involuntary muscle uh, reactions in our body. Uh, and that's what uh, God's objective is in our lives by putting in this new spirit in us through the new covenant and giving us a, a heart that is tender and responsive instead of a, a stony heart. And, uh, and finally, uh, who's doing all the heart work in these texts? God's saying, I will give them a singleness of heart. I will take away their stony heart and give them a responsive heart. I'm going to put my instructions uh, deep within them, and I'll write it on their hearts. I'll be their God, and their response is they'll be my people. So God is the is the one who initiates and sustains and gets us through. Uh, that's a good thing to remember this time of year when so many of us uh, tackle a New Year's resolution. Uh, you might want to consider, reconsider the power source for that New Year's resolution. I'm going to close up by sharing uh, some uh, a teaching from A.W. Tozer in uh, his book, The Pursuit of God, uh, probably one of the top five uh, books uh, that I've uh, read in my life as far as spiritual transformation. He has a chapter called Removing the Veil, which is really talking about this uh, stony, stubborn heart versus a tender, responsive heart, and that this uh, opaque veil, uh, let me read, is woven of the fine threads of the self-life, the hyphenated sins of the human spirit. They're not something we do, they're something we are, and therein lies both their subtlety and their power. To be specific, the self-sins are these, self-righteousness, self-pity, self-confidence, self-sufficiency, self-admiration, self-love, and a host of others like them. They dwell too deep within us and are too much a part of our natures to come to our attention till the light of God is focused upon them. Well, praise God. He's the one that do, does the spiritual transformation in our life. Uh, just like the mission statement of New Vision, guiding people to lives of gospel transformation. Well, thanks for uh, listening in today. And uh, be back tomorrow as we continue the uh, newness theme as Pastor Nick talks about the new you. Be blessed. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.